0: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
3: You're listening to
1: Fox
4: Sports Radio.
5: Welcome in another Sunday. My, how the calendar does fly. Perhaps you're a bit groggy after staying up and watching some college football heroics, theatrics, a crazy day uh, across the collegiate level, but that's not our business. We'll maybe mention the fact that Gardner Minshew was wearing beautiful jorts to watch his quarterback at Washington State throw nine touchdown passes. Oh, and lose he was 67. Jinx. He was the Jinx showing up. George Rice are in with me. I'm Mike Harmon. This is Fox Football Sunday. Just a crazy day across the college ranks. Can't wait to see what the pros have in store for us today with all of these new quarterbacks, all of these shifts, right? All of those guys that have been starting forever since your kids were in diapers and they're now graduating high school. You had Ben Roethlisberger, Drew Brees, and Eli Manning. None of them will play here in week three of your National Football
3: League season. Well, it's about time that people start to you know, move on from these guys, too, because they're getting long in the tooth. Eli Manning has been showing that maybe he should have been replaced probably 2 years ago. So anybody who's upset about this, you had ample time to get ready for what happened. But when when you brought up Gardner Minshew and uh, Washington State last night, that got me to ask you a question earlier today, Mike. I said, "So their quarterback Anthony Gordon threw 9 touchdowns through for 550 yards, and I was thinking, what quarterback in the NFL could have a career day, throw for 500 yards, six touchdowns, and lose?
5: Yeah, I think i come to two right now. I mean, we've already got the the Rook in, in Arizona. Kyler Murray's going to put up some pinball oh, numbers. Oh, for sure. But they're going to stink, and they're going to give up points. Maybe not today. We'll get to that game momentarily. Uh, but Patrick Mahomes is going to be on the wrong side of a few games like that if they don't fix this defense as well. He might be on the wrong side of that today with Baltimore coming to town.
3: Uh, Well, I don't know if Baltimore can score quite as many points, but I think you are right, Mike. But the guy that I pointed to is Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is the guy who could have a career day and still find a way to lose.
5: Doesn't it seem like it would fit the Matt Ryan DNA and his history? 28-3 still on his resume. Oh, yeah,
3: and – and it for, for sure would be in the playoffs. It would be in the Super Bowl. It would be in the game that they thought they had wrapped up. And then all of a sudden, they would come back and lose on a game-winning field goal. Or somebody would come back and you would say, oh my gosh, Matt, Matt Ryan. But But he did enough to win. No, he didn't. If, you do, if your team does not win the game, you do not do enough to win. I hate that whole argument. You have to do whatever your team needs, and that's why I don't consider Matt Ryan an elite quarterback. I'm looking at him as elite quarterbacks as saying, this is a guy who you can put the game on his shoulders if the defense is playing bad, the offensive of line is not doing well, and you say, you know what, we need a game-winning drive. We need 35 points today. I need you to get
5: it, and Matt Ryan won't do it. Just keep throwing it up to Julio Jones anymore. I mean that that should work. He's he seemed to have gotten over his allergy to the painted grass, uh, George. I mean, he seems seems like he's found his stride. At George Reister's, where you find him, NFL vet uh, and Oregon proud Oregon Duck. You got Always. me still uh, licking my wounds after Northwestern got roughed up a bit yesterday by Michigan State. Uh, but I'll survive. That's Swollen Domes where you find me. Fantasy questions. We'll have some fantasy nuggets over the course of the next two hours, and then I'll sit uh, after we get off air, eight AM Pacific, eleven Eastern, and answer your fantasy questions, getting you set for the day. Quick injury update. This was a an Adam Schefter tweet going back to last night, which shows you how quickly the uh the injury reports come out anymore. There's you need information. So Damian Williams, Tyreek Kill, both out. So, more LaShawn McCoy in theory, but we'll get to that game later. Darius Leonard of the Colts, Devin Singletary of the Bills, Cam Newton, Deshaun Jackson, Albert Wilson, Michael Gallup, uh, linebacker Devin White, Cody Latimer. You laugh, but we'll talk about those numbers in a minute. Hunter Henry, Traquan Smith, Tyler Higbee, David Njoku, uh, and the list goes on and on. I'm going to scroll it like the end of one of those cable films, right, where they're starting the new movie and the Credits roll on the left really, really fast so they can then go from picture and picture to the new one. Star there are so Wars many style. injuries. Yeah, no, that's it, right? Next movie's starting. So it just <laughs> scrolls really, really fast so you can get it done. That's where we're at with injuries already in week three. So that's another big deal that we'll talk about as we get into each of these games. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Let's get things started with our first game
6: lady, what Panthers and Cardinals
5: yeah Kyle Allen welcome aboard we saw him last year uh to close things out Cam Newton I don't know that it's just a foot injury but for now we'll take about their word that shoulder to me is very concerning in terms of never a guy with great touch and accuracy but the deep balls were falling short they were ducks getting wounded as they were in flight and then the what we would call a baseball 54-footer to Curtis Samuel in the end zone when he was streaking open uh, leads to a loss. So now it's a question for Allen. Do they open up the offense and wing it around? Because Arizona, still no Peterson, still some issues in their secondary. You can make some hay. Maybe DJ Moore continues to rack up his high uh, target count. Greg Olson banged up a little bit. On with a back injury. Questionable will play thus far. He's already got 10 catches on the the year for 146 yards. But Christian McCaffrey, who was in really a, a non-factor last week, and then the string-out play that will live in infamy instead of the cutback uh, against Arizona, expecting better things against this Arizona defense.
3: Well, when you're looking at Cam Newton's injury and you're looking at his foot allegedly, you're saying, is this foot? Is this one of those things where he has a fever in his foot, Where is really <laughs> something else going on in his life? I think that Cam needs a mental reset a shoulder reset because we could be looking at the end of the, the beginning of the end of the Cam Newton career, because you can't see him as a journeyman quarterback. He's either your starter or he's out of the NFL. So this is good timing for him to get better. And when with this foot injury, you're just thinking, okay, how long does this really last? Because if it's really bad, he could miss multiple weeks. And Christian McCaffrey, the biggest question about him is, can he excel and succeed, even though his skill set says he can, it with a different quarterback? Because Kyle Allen is not Cam Newton, and you don't have the same running threat, which allowed Christian McCaffrey some open lanes and some more things to do. You have a lot of fantasy owners that are going to be looking at this game saying, wow, um, uh, well, what is weeks. going on with Christian McCaffrey? Because we drafted him number one or number two. Him and Saquon Barkley, those were the guys that were picked very high. And on the Cardinals side, this is a game I think the Cardinals should expect to win. I like Kyler Murray. He's going to put up these video game numbers with Cliff Kingsbury. He's shown through two weeks that this is an offense that is going to be formidable, even though their overall team is not, doesn't have the talent as some of the contenders. And the Cardinals. I, I I think that this is a team that is going to perform a lot better than most people believe. A lot of people have met at, at five and eleven, six and ten. I'm I'm pushing this team. This team is going to be closer to an eight and eight team. Look at you,
5: getting some love for the Arizona Cardinals. Think once they get Peterson back. Obviously, it changes the complexion of their defense. David Johnson seems to be running with a little more uh, burst. Second year back from the injury, doesn't look as tentative and. You and I had discussed earlier about the offensive line. But Larry Fitzgerald, the Fountain of Youth, 13 catches, 217 yards already and a touchdown back-to-back 100-yard game. So that's a beautiful thing. You got Kirk. You got Bird with 10 catches as well. So spreading the ball around. Even though he's only hitting at a 57.4% clip, Kyler Murray continuing to make plays. All right, pick time for this one. I'll take Arizona winning, but I'll take Carolina plus the points. Looking at either two and a half or three.
3: I got Carolina winning. Look I got Carolina covering. They're playing at home. Kyler Murray gets his first win. All right, the- so you got Arizona winning yes. and Arizona
5: covering. Yes. You said Carolina. You got me confused. Oh, sorry. Man, uh, I'm just trying to make sure. We're f- I Mike. know, I know. We got to get that talk- coffee for I him, All right. You just up. talked him up and you said, no, Carolina. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> what a reversal of fortune. All right, Carolina or Arizona winning and covering for you. Next game. Ladies.
6: Giants and Buccaneers.
5: All right, so we talked about it briefly. Eli Manning benched. My whole thing was, and not to belabor the point, because we talked about it all week. It's like if you were gonna you knew they were gonna go this fast, then Eli Manning shouldn't have come back for his 17 million dollars and should have been left to go somewhere else. But Daniel Jones gets to start. He's got Evan Ingram. Cody Latimer, as we talked about, isn't playing. Right now, the second leading receiver for your team. Benny Fowler almost always oh, banged up as well. So the question is whether he's going to be able to answer the bell. So it's going to be a lot of Evan Ingram and a lot of Saquon Barkley in this one. Looking at a team, three sacks thus far. Uh, so Jameis Winston should have fairly clean pocket. Just a question of what he's able to do with it. We've seen Godwin emerge as a massive uh, receiving option opposite Mike, Will- Mike Evans and actually supplanting him in target numbers, etc. Our, our guy OJ Howard. See, I love the tight end position, George, and not just because you're sitting here next to me. But I like those guys that did both things, right? Guys that would give up the body to block and then catch the passes. O.J. Howard right now not really doing a whole lot of either. No. Uh, And a guy, Bruce Arians, not that we should expect pinball numbers per se based on featuring him, but just the trickle-down effect of the offense. But right now, Howard not getting a look at all from Jameis Winston, who's in his make-it-or-break-it year.
3: When you – There are guys, you know, there are the O.J. Howards, there are the D.K. Metcalfs that look good without their shirts on. (laughs) And O.J. Howard is a guy who passes all the measurable tests, but some kind of way it just doesn't turn on when it comes to actual translation into winning. And, but I am excited to see what Daniel Jones does, the quarterback for the Giants replacing Eli Manning. And I heard the funniest thing when he got drafted. They said that Daniel Jones looks like the guy who would be cast in a movie to play Eli Manning no, right. in a movie about Peyton Manning's life.
5: <laughs> so, I, I like that. I mean, part of the Manning tree, right, he's there and he's been at the academy and you talk about playing at Duke with Cutcliffe, who's yep. a family friend and advisor, and all these things. So it all plays, right? I mean, it was the succession plan was executed, I guess, to perfection in that way because Eli yep. stable, yeah. stable quarterback, and even going back to last year, big numbers, right? Statistically, had a great year, twenty-one Correct. and eleven, over four thousand, and that was even with Odell Beckham Jr. missing the final four weeks of the season. But when you can't hit the deep ball or have it really be a threat. It's got to be well. What we saw for Baker Mayfield. Here's 10 yeah. yards, and Odell, go make me a play.
3: Yeah, I thought that this move would happen a little later in the season, closer to the bye week, but when you look at their schedule at Buccaneers and then they play versus the Redskins, you're saying this looks like two warm-up games and two easier games to get Daniel Jones in before they play the Vikings and then head up to Foxborough to play against the Patriots.
5: Yeah, I didn't think they'd uh, flip it this early. I thought Arizona was going to be the, the week. Because you'd get one more Eli versus Tom Brady. Everybody pats each other on the head. Because that you don't have delusions that you're Correct. winning this division, right? Dallas and Philly yeah. that you're chasing. But after two weeks, you're saying you're saying there's a chance and you're not giving up on the year. So i got to give them at least a little bit of credit when we get to that. Giants uh, are getting five and a half over under a 48 in this game. Uh, I, th- I think this is a Tampa Bay win and a Tampa Bay cover.
3: Ah, no way, sir. I am not a Daniel Jones b- believer, but I'm also less of a believer in the Buccaneers. You
5: certainly have more tape on Jameis. <laughs> correct,
3: correct. And he's bound to be bad, Jameis, despite the Giants defense being absolutely toothless. I I I just need to see Jameis do it. I know he's got the talent. He's a winner it throughout his whole career. In college, but now in his make-it-or-break-it year. This is him and Marcus Mariota are in that, are you going to be a backup for the rest of your career? And spot start, or are you going to lead a franchise and somebody pay you $100 million? That's the situation both guys are sitting in right now.
5: Giants giving up 321 passing yards per game. What's the pick? Oh, I got the Giants. You're taking the Giants outright. Doesn't want the points, doesn't need the points. He takes them out, right? Who
3: needs points when you got Daniel Jones, even though everybody thought it was a horrible pick at first?
5: All right, I'll make sure to add some extra ice to your Kool-Aid as we sit here. (laughs) At George Reister on Twitter is where you find him. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, we continue our perusal of the games of the day. What a great slate. And we'll get into one of the curiosities of the National Football League. How good's the Green Bay defense? That's next, Fox Football Sunday.
4: Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, twenty four. See participating retailer for details.
5: Welcome back in Fox Football Sunday. Mike Harmon, alongside George Reister, NFL veteran, proud Oregon Duck. He's got some questions to answer about Justin Herbert, but we'll do that in a video to, to come later. Uh, at George Reister, hey, if he's going to be a number 1, I need to see more. At Swollen Dome, what? at Fox Sports Radio is where you find him. You need to see more out I of do. Justin Herbert? That's right. Are you kidding me? Wait, no. and and
3: you're the guy that's okay with Josh Allen, but you need to see more out of Justin Herbert. That's right. All right. Yeah, what kind of sense does that make a dude who was inaccurate in college? Josh, Josh it,
5: Allen is 2-0, oh, Josh Allen. We'll Josh, be celebrating him again today. Josh
3: Allen is going to the Pro Bowl as a running back.
5: He's, he's not well, going to be the quarterback. You know what? The way the much. Pro Bowl works, he's going to be a Pro Bowler this year at this rate. <laughs> he might be the eighth knows. guy going in, but he counts as a Pro Bowler
3: nonetheless. Dude, that's what Pro Bowl sometimes is a joke. When you look at sometimes when players get Pro Bowls, all pros are the things that matter. No, that's right.
5: That's right, and that's always been the case. But it looks good when it says nine-time Pro Bowler. Oh, for sure, for sure, and that
3: can add a couple zeros onto your paycheck. But at the end of the day, the players know. the The, the players know when Tom Brady bows out because he's playing in the Super Bowl, and three other quarterbacks are hurt. And then you, they, they have to fill the roster with somebody because at the end of the day, they take what three or four quarterbacks three
5: to start and then it becomes the rotation thereafter <laughs> and, and once you
3: get to number 6 think think about it if you're the sixth best quarterback in the AFC that means you're probably the sixth best quarterback in the NFC that puts you 12th at best down down the rock. 12th are you kidding me? You are not the elite of the NFL at that point in time. You may be a good player on a good team, but you have not transcended that elite category, which is the top six quarterbacks in the league. If you are not in the top six, you are not elite.
5: Well, we know this. George hates Pro Bowls. We're, and the Pro Bowlers.
3: Well, I was allergic to the Pro Bowl when when I was playing. So oh well, it's
5: fine. well there you go. Well, that, that's that's well done. I mean, I, it's it's <laughs> a good call back to the Julio Jones <laughs> reference a little bit earlier. Hey, let's get into our next game. Lady, what
4: about? To- Broncos and Packers.
5: All right, Joe Flacco is not elite, but Joe Flacco not the problem. He's on never squad. been elite though. But but this isn't the problem that they're having. He's completing sixty nine percent of his passes to. Sutton and Emmanuel Sanders. Run game has been solid. The defense that we normally have banked on has been toothless thus far, George. We're talking about zero sacks. You got Chubb, you got Vaughn Miller, you got all How? these guys. At this point, How? they're not getting home. How
3: have they been unable to get sacks? It is incredible that this team that John Elway has put together has been so toothless. He has trouble finding quarterbacks. And now he traded for Joe Flacco like that was gonna be the solution. They've lost to the Raiders, they've lost to the Bears, they have no sacks. I so so you fire your coach Vance from last year, and now you get Vic Fangio, and nothing's getting better. This is a team that is headed for another top five pick in the NFL draft. They thought that bringing Joe Flacco over was going to save the day. But at the end of the day, I I hate to say it. I know that John Elway is a legend in Denver, but they need new management. They need new direction. Because how many times do we see some top teams in the – well, top players, all-time players have trouble like leading franchises in terms of general manager or as head coach? And in this game today, they're at the Packers. The Packers' defense looks pretty doggone good. Well,
5: and that's the question, right? As are we? Have we really gotten a sense as to how good they can be with their opponents the first two weeks? Because Kirk Cousins is one of those guys that you still hang a star on quite often, even when it's not prime time. Yeah, right. There are times where he's absolutely on fire, and other times where well, he looked like he did last week. So I think we're trending towards liking them. I don't know that this is going to solve my quandary of where they fit in the packing order, but they're going to look pretty good statistically against Joe Flacco.
3: Oh, for sure, and this is a game that I think that the Packers win, and you start to see some separation in the NFC North. Because the Vikings aren't going to be a team that's going to win 11, 12 games. Obviously, the Bears are not going to be that. And the Lions are going to put up a fight. But this could be a one of those runaway years for Aaron Rodgers. And for some reason, there seems to be so much more harmony around the, around the team. Now that Mike M- McCarthy is gone as head coach. Aaron Rodgers seems to be a little more calm. There seems to be more peace. And with that, you're seeing that translate into better play. And I think that that's where you're seeing that on defense, too. You're seeing a different emphasis. It used to be on keeping Aaron Rodgers upright, finding him weapons, and now they're trying to build a complete team.
5: Well, you're looking at Aaron Jones running the ball well, 4.3 yards per carry. He was one of the other reasons I think last year's team was held back. He was by far the best running back they had. And they didn't use him until week 10. Correct. So once they finally use him, like, hey, this guy's pretty good. You know, he might have helped us the first half of the year when things were struggling. Packers thus far, five turnovers caused, two giveaways on the year. I've got them winning and covering the six and a half.
3: Ah, man, it's so crazy. I think that we're, we're seeing some of the biggest lines in NFL that I can remember.
5: We haven't even gotten to the good ones yet, George.
3: <laughs> and this is seven points. I like Green Bay. Uh, Obviously, the Denver defense is having trouble getting to the quarterback. And if you can't get to Aaron Rodgers, you can't win. If you can't affect him, you can't win. You saw the Bears, when they were able to get after him some, they were able to slow the offense down, hold them to 10 points. And I don't think there's any way that Aaron Rodgers gets held to 10 points, 20 points, 25 points even, if you cannot get to him and affect him, especially with how good that their wideouts are. With DeMonte Adams, who can't be stopped, especially if he's getting free rides and all that stuff down the field. This is a game the Packers win, the Packers cover, I, and they're starting to take a commanding lead in the division.
5: There you go. Let's get to our next game. Lady, what you Saints said Seahawks. Now we're talking about some curiosities. What happens at the quarterback position? We love the Seattle Seahawks and what they've built. You've got a stable offensive line. You've got Carson and Penny getting after it. A little bit banged up. Penny is. So we'll keep an eye on what his touchdown is. But seeing Russell Wilson, wondering what the drop-off would be with no Doug Ball, and that's fine. Will Disley shows up. In the end zone a couple of times. Yeah, who saw that coming? Uh, But a guy who's a red zone specialist, has been in the past, and they're making things work offensively. Russell Wilson, brilliance and always. But the question of this game is on the New Orleans side, what's the split between Teddy Bridgewater and Taysom Hill? How creative does Sean Payton get after his five-year extension? Traquan Smith, not available for the Saints in this one.
3: Sean Payton is one of the... NFL innovators in terms of offense. He can take weapons and get them in space. He's been able to do amazing things with Alvin Kamara, uh, with with the wide receivers. Their offense is always explosive. It doesn't always travel on the road, especially outdoors. And the most memorable game I remember between the Saints game and obviously the Seahawks is the Beastquake. In the playoffs, we're not going to see any of that beast quake today. And I am curious about Teddy Bridgewater because this is a guy who tore his knee up. People left him for dead, didn't think he would ever play again. And now he's got an opportunity to revitalize his career and really submit himself as the quarterback in waiting for the Saints. And we could see with Drew Brees' contract, we could potentially see a changing of the guard, especially if they're able to go on a long run today, uh, go on a long run, but they're playing in Seattle. Russell Wilson is is electric. He's um, he's overmatched. Well, Well, Bridgewater is overmatched when it comes to Russell Wilson. I see this as an easy victory for the Seahawks, but in my heart, I'm hoping that Teddy Bridgewater plays well because I want good for him, and I love Taysom Hill's unselfishness, willing to go play tight end, willing to go play special teams. This is a guy who really
5: loves what he does, and he likes being employed. Just say something Tebow wouldn't do. Uh, the <laughs> the fact that, that I think we're going to see more Latavius Murray, so I think you see more attempts to run the ball and get comfortable. But for Teddy Bridgewater, when you look at that contract, he plays well in this stretch that Drew Brees isn't there. There may be a starting gig waiting for him the Give way things are cash, turning over buddy. here in the National Football League. We'll get back into the games in just a moment. Hey, you want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit as to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. We'll get more game info, and we've got one that we're going to give eh, about thirty-five seconds to coming up next. But first, it's Isaac Lowenkron with what's trending. Good morning, Michael what's up, and brother?
6: George. Well, we've got uh, some breaking news within the last couple of seconds. The following was just tweeted, literally seconds ago, by former Patriot, former Raider, oh boy, and former Steeler receiver Antonio Brown. Quote will not be playing in the NFL anymore. These owners can cancel deals, do whatever they want at any time. We will see if the NFLPA holds them accountable. Sad they can just void guarantees anytime going on $40 million. 2 months we'll see if they pay up.
5: Unquote. <laughs> that again. Sorry. Just tweeted I'm Sorry, it's in ago. the middle of a news Dude, update. I shouldn't is laugh so heartily. Thanks, Isaac. That was the best laugh we've had this morning. Glad
6: glad to help you guys out on a Sunday morning. So uh, read into that what you will. Speaking of the Patriots, multiple outlets report the New England running back James White will not play today against the Jets. James White's wife is due to give birth. So uh, congratulations and best wishes to them. The Patriots are 21-point favorites in the contest, according to Pregame.com. In fact, the late, great Tom Brookshire might have summed it up best. The Jets
1: have won the toss and elected not to play.
6: (laughs) 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 Elsewhere, heavy rain being reported in Kansas City, where the Chiefs are getting set to host the Baltimore Ravens in a showdown game with both teams 2-0. The Chiefs are a a 5.5-point favorite for that one. And in college football on Saturday night, UCLA rallied from a 32-point deficit with 3.49 left in the third quarter to stun 19th-ranked Washington State 67-63. The Bruins outscored the Cougars 50-14 over the final 18 minutes and 49 seconds. In the loss, Washington State quarterback Anthony Gordon threw nine touchdown passes. Back to Michael Harmon and George Reister in 10 seconds, but first... A word from farmers. Farmers Insurance knows the difference between a car hitting your bumper and a clown car hitting your bumper. Oh, 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 sorry about that! Because at Farmers we've seen and covered it. We
0: are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers
1: Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. And uh well, I
6: <laughs> I hate to delay in getting back to the show, but in the last 10 seconds, Antonio Brown has tweeted again. You ready for this, guys? Yeah, buddy. Quote Craft got caught in the parlor. A.B. speculations fired. Different strokes, different folks, clearly, unquote. And with that, back to you.
5: Yeah, I'm not quite sure what the little emoji he added. Uh, at AB84, where you find him. Uh, at Isaac Lowenkron, where you find Isaac does a lot of work here with the L.A. Chargers as well, if you need information uh, and breakdowns of their games as, and just general Tomfoolery, because that's what we're all about here. Isaac's one of our one of our best, part of our team here every Sunday morning. Chris and Vince uh, as well, making a sound oh so pretty. Thanks so much, Ilo. You wanted to touch on Antonio Brown really quick, George and and. Talk to your years of experience and dealing with the NFLPA and where we're at with Antonio Brown.
3: So I do some work with the NFLPA, so I can speak directly to this. But his tweet about him not playing in the NFL anymore, these owners can cancel deals and do whatever they want at any time. What are you talking about? Dude, all you have to do is just show up for work and play ball. You You had $30 million in guarantees with the Oakland Raiders. He was going to make $50 million in the first three years of his deal, which he was going to see all of that. And this dude is talking about owners can do whatever they want. You wanted to sit out over a helmet. You wanted to sit out a bit because you, because you burned your feet irresponsibly. And then you come and then you you don't show up to meetings. You don't show up for practice. And you're mad because somebody fires you. Get out of here, Antonio Brown. Nobody wants to hear it. Nobody feels sorry for you. And then you tried to make everybody believe that you sabotaged this the, the things in Oakland, the way you could get to the Patriots where you really wanted to be. And you can't stop texting threats to women. Like, come on, bro. Like, I don't know whether he did the things that she accused him of not or not, but at the end of the day, any lawyer will, will, will tell you, even OJ got on Twitter and said, man, I should have texted Antonio Brown and told him don't uh, When you're in the midst of a legal battle, don't go to tweeting. Don't go to texting. It makes no sense. It is stupidity. And this is a case where you have somebody trying to blame other people for their problems. And I tweeted this the other day, and I know that some people aren't going to love it. But at the end of the day, this Antonio Brown situation, this has to do with with the things that are focused on when you are young is that. The his issues are a result of the values of young men, what they're taught about manhood. And I, I wrote an article about this, about things that I was taught and when I was young and learned from my peer group. Money, fame, women, and pride are all glorified over character, consistency, focused, and focus and stability. And if his athletic skills were second priority, none of this happens.
5: At George Rice is where you find him on Twitter. It comes down to this: you may not like a lot of the things the NFLPA negotiates. You may not like that the fact the fact that the personal conduct policy exists, but it does, and that's the bottom line. He didn't
3: even fall victim to the personal conduct policy. He fell victim to his own personal. Right. It didn't, well, it didn't
5: even get to that point. Show now, up to work. Now the NFL did point point out that if someone does try to sign him. That this is still pending. Basically, the big warning flare was shot up. Show up
3: to work, man. Do, Show up to work. Well, that's Do it. Your you. Job. That's
5: it. You went to the Patriots. They trademarked. Do your job. Next game.
6: The lady, what are you Dolphins and Cowboys.
5: All right, we're going to give this like a minute. Do you know who the leading receiver is right now for the Miami Dolphins? It's probably Kenyon Drake. Uh, right now, it's Preston Williams, tied who? with Kenyon Drake. Oh, uh, think- both, ah. both both have seven catches, but Williams winning in the yardage, and he's got their only receiving touchdown.
3: Never heard of him. Seven
5: for 87 and a touchdown. Josh Rosen, good luck to you.
3: If Josh Rosen,
5: if I were Josh
3: Rosen, I would have wanted to decline this this quote-unquote promotion to the starting quarterback. I don't know how. He's not living right. He's got bad karma coming, something, because – he went to a terrible situation, got drafted to a bad situation in Arizona, no offensive line, weapons down, hurt running back, and then some kind of way he ends up in a worse situation in Miami, and Miami is angling to be the worst team of all time. They are worse than they're angling to be worse than the 2008 Lions, than the 1976 Buccaneers who only scored nine points a game and the 1980 Saints. I don't know how, how in a day and age of parity in sports and when guys know that they need to put good film down to be employed the next year,
5: how this team is just so awful. No, this is where you're hiring your own personal videographer to do the ISOs. (laughs) <laughs> because if you get stuck, if you're an offensive lineman looking for a new gig, they're going to see how bad the line was altogether and maybe grade you down <laughs> unfairly as you go. This is just an absolute train wreck. Dallas does have some injuries to concern them, concern you a little bit. Michael Gallup uh, isn't going to play, so you got to find. They'll be able to rest everybody. It'll live, be okay. Well, and that's it. Uh, Crawford's out. Woods is out. Uh, the other Woods is out. Antoine and Xavier are both out for week three. It doesn't matter. No, nope. I mean, we're talking about uh, a game that should be. At least, in theory, an absolute burial, and well, even even if we tried to to will this, I mean, you're talking about a 23 point line as we sit here, over under sitting at 46 and a half.
3: That's the only question: is will they cover? That's the question: will they cover? Because 23 points I'm in gonna an say NFL no. game is absurd. I don't think they cover. I didn't think the Patriots were going to cover the no, 21 last week. No, we didn't think that week. last week either, did we? But it definitely could. This team is awful. It is terrible. But I have one prayer for this team. Yep. That they do like the major league Cleveland Indians and they find a way to untank the tanking plan. That, would, that, be that would be
5: a beautiful thing. Uh, I think you're wishing and hoping a little bit. Good luck, Josh Rosen. Hey, Kenyon Drake, a great play today, especially if you're in PPR leagues. Uh, what? Just check down. Yeah, just If you're in a PPR league, he's going to catch 10 balls
3: out of the backfield. No way. Dude, this this is going to be an unmitigated disaster.
5: All right, we'll hang a star on that. We'll talk about him later as we get into our sleepers. got more games to come. Cincinnati, Buffalo, uh, your Atlanta Falcons, and the Colts on the way. Uh, But, yeah, that's coming up next. And the game of the day, I think, for everybody, even if heavy rain is involved. That's coming up next on Fox Football Sunday. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO.
4: From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
5: Oh, yes, it was yesterday. And, well, UCLA fans and many fans of football teams around this country will remember great comebacks, great efforts. Uh, I'll remember the no-show in the second half by my beloved Northwestern Wildcats. Welcome back in Fox Football <laughs> Sunday, Mike Harmon, alongside hey, uh, you know what? I just want an effort. Uh, Mike Harmon, alongside George Reister, NFL vet, Oregon Duck. Yeah, your team won. Rub it in. Uh, at George Reister is where you find him on Twitter. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Let's get right back into the games. what to- Bengals and Bills. Yeah, those two and oh Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen getting after oh it. No Lord. Devin Singletary uh, this week. So, you know what? Frank Gore. Frank Gore is becomes a high-end number two fantasy running back because he'll touch the ball 20 times today against this Bengals team. I don't know that there's much to say, except the Bengals aren't very good, George. Well, there
3: is to say for a fantasy perspective, because Andy Dalton is second in the league in passing yards right now. So if you have Tyler Boyd, John Ross the second, you have a shot because their defense is not good and hopefully Buffalo's defense is not good? No, no, no. I was saying Cincinnati. Oh, I, I was gonna say I no. even
5: because they're not gonna get blown out, right? But that's Correct. the thing. Buffalo's not gonna run away and hide to where it becomes air raid Andy oh. Dalton.
3: Yeah, but but they have shown an inability to run the football. Joe Mixon has done nothing on the ground. Neither has Giovanni Bernard, and their passing game is going to be where the money is going to be made. And you know that that their defense is going to give up points, even to the running back at quarter, even to the Wildcat (laughs) quarterback Josh Allen. This is a personal
5: vendetta George has against Josh Allen. This is going
3: (laughs) to be. I foresee the Bills putting up probably 30 points in this game and that's going to force Andy Dalton to to throw the football and I'm praying for my own fantasy team that Joe Mixon has to do what you predict Kenyon Drake will do and catch 10 balls out of the backfield. just keep
5: dumping it out of the backfield uh Bills minus six over under 43 I'm taking the Bills I'm taking but I will take Cincinnati uh, to beat the spread.
3: I refuse to pick the Bills.
5: All right, I am Cincinnati go- across the board. <laughs> All right, let's get to the next game.
6: <laughs> the lady, what are you trying- Falcons and Colts.
5: All right, no Darius Leonard for the Colts in this one. T.Y. Hilton's banged up. Marlon Mack is banged up. That's not a good sign for these Colts uh, at home. You look at the Atlanta Falcons still trying to find their strides, but big plays to Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, emerging and showing that the rookie year was just a jump off point uh atlanta look just getting one on the road over under sitting at 47 i look at matt ryan this is a game he's got to win and he goes in and takes care of business
3: He's got to win, but how many times does Matt Ryan lose games that he's got to win? That is
5: absolutely true.
3: And the Colts are banged up. No Andrew Luck. They Jacoby Brissett is starting, but this is a team that's pretty balanced. They have been able to run the football over 150 yards a game. They're passing the ball a little under 200, but this is a balanced team. And they are not going to make it easy for you. They're not just gonna just hand it over to the Atlanta Falcons. And the Falcons have not been able to run the football this year. They're averaging under a hundred yards per game. I think they're only averaging like 65 yards per game. And Atlanta has not, has not proven to be Road Warriors. They already took a loss at they already took a loss at the Vikings. And then they they got a lucky win last week against the Eagles with that Julio Jones late touchdown on that screen pass. So they go to Indianapolis today. On paper, this is Stars versus Joes. Yeah. And this is a game I like the Colts to sneak out with a win at home. And people are still looking at Matt Ryan and saying, come on, man. Come on, man.
5: Well, this is certainly one that, that sets up nicely, particularly with Leonard not being there, right? Because that guy eats everything, yep. sideline to sideline. I mean, oh, yeah. Let's call it what it is, what he's become. As much as we love the offensive line of the Indianapolis Colts, I mean, that, that's from last year, and Quentin Nelson certainly has gotten his run. Darius Leonard's play has been nothing short of spectacular. Just wondering if the injuries are too much, because if Marlon Mack can't take on a full load that becomes a difficult proposition. You already lost Devin Funchess in the receiving core. Your tight ends haven't quite – I mean, Ebron's always going to be there for you in the red zone, uh, but not necessarily the same beast that you expect along the way. T.Y. Hilton, 12 catches, 130, three touchdowns, fantastic start. We'll see if he answers the bell.
3: I was looking at this division as a whole, the AFC South. You got the Colts, the Jags, the Texans, and the Titans. This feels like a wide-open division at this point. I don't even know who I would give the edge to. So you're going to be looking at maybe a 8-8, eight 7-9 eight, winner out of this division. Uh, and, and the Colts have just as good a chance as any to win the division. And th- this is one of those games that will determine who ends up finishing first?
5: Just think of the Jaguars that actually won that game last week. Hey, want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit as to how much we'll match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. Discover Cash Back Match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you?
5: Yeah, let's get it going. Hour two of the program. We got a lot of football to cover as we go. Mike Harmon alongside George Reister. Fox Football Sunday. You can listen on the iHeartRadio app. Take us wherever you go. Thanks for giving us a few minutes of your time. Our team, Isaac and Chris and Vince, George and I, we do appreciate you. We know you got a lot of different listening options. So to give us a few minutes of your Sunday time, we feel blessed. Sirius XM Channel 83, and you can... Download the show after it's over on iTunes and have those last-second updates ahead of your fantasy football matchups, your picks, whatever you need to do. We'll keep d- dialing those out. Uh, but find us on Twitter also, at Swollen Dome, at George Reister. It's where you can go, and at Fox Sports Radio for all the great program that you hear leading in to your NFL Sunday and throughout all the The big plays, the mishaps, and the craziness that I'm sure will be week three of this NFL season with so many quarterbacks changing hands and showing up at new positions. Guys you may not remember are still in the league, but one game has us really kind of excited and the weather is going to be a factor. Let's get it
6: lady you think? Ravens and Chiefs.
5: Ravens and Chiefs. We've got a 52-and-a-half over-under. I'm curious to see what kind of downward pressure there is going forward with the driving rain that we have here, George. You've got Damian Williams out for the Chiefs, so more LaShawn McCoy, who's also banged up. So Darwin Thompson, a guy maybe you're looking on the waiver wire, especially if your running back position is in tatters, wondering if he doesn't find himself into six to eight touches, maybe a little bit of work. As a receiver out of the backfield, but Mark Ingram's a mutter. So I'm going to expect to see a lot of Mark Ingram at least to start this game. You know, with the Ravens through two weeks, we love the pinball numbers. We love the excitement from Lamar Jackson, but we also have to face the fact that those first two opponents aren't good from a defensive standpoint, right? They played Miami, they're no showing. And then Arizona, they didn't have the giant point total, but they still moved the ball at will.
3: Can you believe that through two games, John Harbaugh has a team that's averaging forty one points a game? No. It's incredible, man. This is this is a team that many people did not have great high hopes for. I predicted that they would win the division before this. I concur. And, and people were like, oh, no, you're, you're crazy. I'm like, Lamar Jackson is going to make a big step as a passer. And this is one of those young gun showdowns that we love to see. Because this is what those styles make fights games. Because the, the Ravens, obviously, their quarterback, Lamar Jackson, is going to run the football as as well as pass the football. And Patrick Mahomes, the reigning MVP, he's a gunslinger. This dude is absolutely incredible, and he could be the best quarterback in the league right now. Say, I mean, obviously you have to give Tom Brady his due, but if you're starting a team right now, you're going to take Patrick Mahomes over Tom Brady simply because Tom Brady only, I
5: mean, logically, he only has so many seasons left, right? You would think. I think he's a cyborg and he plays forever. <laughs> He'd be I'm probably, only half kidding. It's like uh, LeBron James. We saw the first crack a, that LeBron crazy. James is actually human this past year when he had the groin injury.
3: And that's the first time that you've seen him out. And aside from Tom Brady's ACL injury, you haven't seen him out. He's been terrific every single year. And the most important thing about health when it comes to Tom Brady, when it comes to – Quarterbacks in general, keep them off the turf. Tom Brady doesn't get sacked a whole lot, gets the ball out of his hands. So guess what? He can play for longer. The longer that you stay healthy, the longer that you're going to be able to play. Uh, But I am wondering how the weather is going to impact this game because Patrick Mahomes, the cool thing about him is when I played with Byron Lefwich, who's now from Marshall who's now the offensive coordinator at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He used to say his arm was weatherproof. And what that meant was <laughs> is that rain, sleet, snow, he could throw the out route, the 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 deep passes that it would be able to cut through the wind. And you have both of these guys who have those type of arms. They have big right? strong arms. So I don't think it's going to affect the game in terms of of uh They're not going to be passing the ball like you. You'll see some other teams when it's inclement weather, they're going to start running the ball a whole lot. But you're going to see Kansas City and the Ravens air it out. And we're going to see what this Kansas City Chiefs defense is really made out of, because I know you don't like them at all.
5: I don't I don't like the defense at all. I think they win the game here, but I, I don't think this one is pretty From a defensive side, I think Baltimore is still going to put up their points, make some plays downfield. Mark Andrews with the foot injury will play. He's one of the great uh, breakout stars thus far for your fantasy teams at a tight end position that's been uh, devoid of them. Obviously, you got Travis Kelsey on the other side doing Travis Kelsey-type things thus far already with 10 catches, 195 yards on the year. But I'm going to look to the ground game to kind of slow this thing down from from Baltimore to at least try to... Push some long protracted drive because you got to keep your best offense is also keeping Patrick Mahomes on the sideline, trying to just throw passes to keep himself ready, right? But we know how they can erase deficits in a hurry. I'm going to take Kansas City to win the game, but I think Baltimore does beat the spread in this one.
3: I like Kansas City to win, and I like them with. The spread as well, What what is it, five and a half? Five and a half. Some kind of way, though, they do let these games, even when they have big leagues, get a lot closer at the end. But I got a question for you, Mike. Yes, sir. Both of these teams. So you got the Ravens only giving up 13 and a half points a game. The Chiefs, who defense you don't like, only giving up 18 points a game. But the total yards, who wins the total yard, yardage battle? Because the Ravens are at 550 a game. And the Chiefs are at four eighty two.
5: I think the Chiefs win the yardage game. Really? Yeah. Ah, see, I think the couple Ravens. A couple of big plays will skew it. I think much the... like we saw in that debacle between the Jets and the the Browns. It looked a lot more lopsided than that game yeah. if you actually watched it.
3: I like I like Sammy Watkins Watkins too in this game. I think that he's been a great stand in for Tyreek Hill and he's really showing the promise that we all thought that he would have.
5: All right, let's get to our next game. Steelers at 49ers. All right, Mason Rudolph, it is your time. You and James Washington, uh, they performed pretty well and actually had a shot to win that game last week. They were game. They looked much better, crisper, without the injured Ben Rothsberger There's probably uh, at least an investigation by Pittsburgh reporters to find out exactly when Ben was hurt. Because he didn't look himself in week one. And he sure didn't look himself in week two. And you had players saying, well, his elbow was a bit inflamed all during the practice week. No show on the injury Mm -hmm. reports. Anything else. But now it's Rudolph's team. And they're being left for dead. And I think it's dangerous. San Francisco has been fantastic thus far. Uh, Joe Staley out for this one with the broken leg. He's going to miss half the season. Like That's a big loss that's kind of being glossed over. Everybody's uh, getting excited about the Jimmy Garoppolo Yeah, Resurgence experiment. And you look at the receivers. I mean, spreading the ball around, doing a good job there. You found a a good goal line guy in Wilson. uh, But Pittsburgh still has firepower. Just stop throwing the ball to Dante Moncrief and things will work themselves out. (laughs)
3: Yeah, you have to get the ball to the people who are good playmakers. I'm excited to see. Well, okay, so... Mason Rudolph is back, is their quarterback now. He's going to be throwing to his favorite target from college, James Washington. And I think that you're going to see them connect. Juju Smith is going to finally get some more stuff going because Ben Roethlisberger, my my wife told me this and I didn't want to believe it at first. She said before the season started and we were drafting our fantasy team, she said, George, Ben Roethlisberger does not want to play anymore. He's collecting checks at this point in in time and turns out that she may have been right. And we may need to do a character check on Ben Roethlisberger as well, because we we saw in the offseason, maybe he fumbled on purpose at 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 a time. We're we're seeing him the type of stuff that came out with him and Antonio Brown. And now we're seeing this elbow thing and where he didn't want to help Mason Rudolph. And now he's like, oh, I'm a team guy. Yeah, right. You want these checks, buddy. It He does not seem like a high-character guy d- despite being a longtime Steeler, a great organization, great franchise, but we got questions about Big Ben at this point.
5: I'll tell you what, Antonio Brown helped him a lot for a while there, though, didn't he? Yeah, oh, yeah. As, as soon as this all started going down with Antonio Brown, we'll get into his tweets uh, later on in the show. Uh, we did a, a bit of that in hour one, so catch the podcast Fox Sports Weekends. But... You, for a while, people really bouncing up and down to defend Ben Roethlisberger, and he started saying all the mm-hmm. right things. Hey, I could have been a better leader, all of that. And now you're wondering, I mean, look, quarterbacks don't want to go out of games generally. And Ben Roethlisberger, we're talking longevity. Yep. about a guy that has always been the first guy to say, I'm hurt, but I'm going to play. I may miss a couple of plays, but I'm checks, getting back buddy. out
3: there. He's cashing checks, I'm telling you. Because remember a couple years ago, being out of his own mouth was like, oh, I don't know if I want to play anymore. Yeah, okay. As soon
5: as you're retired, you're retired. Uh, I'm, I'm still taking Pittsburgh plus the points. I'm taking them to win outright in this one.
3: No way. No way. I do not like Pittsburgh. I don't trust Mason Rudolph at this point. So I'm taking the 49ers. But I do like the Steelers to
5: cover, though. There you go. Pittsburgh plus the six and a half next game. Lady, what do you think? Bears and Redskins. Bears eke out a victory against Denver. One of those things that doesn't happen. The Broncos don't lose at mile high, but they don't score any points. And the defense doesn't get home on Mitchell Trubisky. Big question for this one against Washington, a team that we've seen carved up through the air and certainly on the ground. David Montgomery, a focal point, it would seem for the Bears this week. And Tariq Cohen out of the backfield would be expecting him to get back to his pass catching and yak responsibilities in this one bears defense against case keenum even though it's a monday night on the road low over under set at 41 for this one but looking not for mitchell trubisky to win the game but to not lose this game against the washington defense
3: this could be a heartbreaker for you mike it could be if 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 your Bears don't beat the Redskins, you are going to be incensed. You are going to be heartbroken. Hey, and you know what? Be I'll upset. be live
5: here on Fox Sports Radio, seven to eleven Pacific Monday night. You can live or die with me.
3: Oh, that this could this could hurt because Mitchell Trubisky, if he can't put up big points and big yardage against this against this you know easy to pass against Redskins defense, then he then you have to look and say, all right. Maybe this is not the guy we thought he was because he didn't play well opening week against the Packers. He hasn't been as accurate and as dominant as so many people predicted he would be. They were like, oh, this could be a an MVP-type season for Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, right. It's not happening at this point. Well, time. just
5: because of a bunch of dopes go to the betting window, that doesn't make it a true narrative. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, I don't think anybody in NFL folks, I, I'd, I'd be remiss. I, I guess I have to go back and do my homework. How many people would have picked him as an MVP candidate? Because I think it still all was predicated on the defense. Oh, for and sure. You, and you brought in David Montgomery, let Jordan Howard go, assuming that you're running the ball, playing defense, going to the... It's ironic that Vic Fangio leaves for Denver, because you're basically playing his style, but you have a guy in Matt Nagy that you were looking for inventiveness, you were looking for creativity. Through two games, that doesn't exist. No. And now uh, Eddie Pinheiro, hero of Week Two, I A2, was just getting ready to he, say he hurts himself in the weight room. Yeah, he's questionable
3: now. Your kicker, who the Bears have had offseason troubles with, they're having nightmares about their kicker. Now the guy who finally makes a game winner is potentially out for the game. And if it comes down to a last-second kick and, and Matt Nagy is sitting there saying, Oh, wait, hold up. Do we attempt a 52-yarder and he's kind of beat up? Or do we try for a Hail Mary? This could go all left for you. I am here for the disaster, though.
5: Thanks, Bonnie. Uh I will take the Bears, <laughs> uh, even though they're given four and a half on the road. I'll take them to win the game outright. Uh, the kicking does uh, scare me a little bit. Uh, but the defense, I think, gets home on Keenum a couple of times. Uh, so I'll take them, and I'll take them to cover.
3: I am here for the catastrophe. I am here for the disaster. I am here to I, – I, I want Mike to come on on Monday when I'm listening to you and just be – just just insist. All right, so Washington's
5: the pick. Washington plus the points. Uh, and I'll see you in hell. At George <laughs> Reister – look, I picked against the Bears last week. That was a gift win. Let's call it what it is. Brad, Bradley Chubb's hit was not, was not oh, no. uh, a penalty. And I think we all, as rational people, can agree with that. Correct. It was terrible. But you still have to get up and then play defense. Correct. Which they then did not do.
3: Yeah, but but it it, it's almost like in baseball where if you give a team an extra out, they usually score points. Oh, they're
5: going to find a way. It's still, I mean, still fifty plus from a guy that he didn't trust in week one but I'll leave that to my therapist. At George Reister where you find him on Twitter. Find me over at Swollen Dome. You're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Coming up next on Fox Football Sunday, we check into the MASH unit that is the L.A. Chargers.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge.
5: Welcome back in. This is Fox Football Sunday here on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for giving us a few minutes of your time. I'm Mike Harmon. Alongside me, NFL veteran George Reister. At George Reister's. where you find him on Twitter. Find me over at Swollen Dome. And we get to our next game. A lot of curiosity on this one.
6: Lady, what are you about? Texans and Chargers.
5: Texans come calling to Los Angeles. So it'll be beautiful here. Over under sitting at 49. For the Chargers, looking back at last week, Kickers. Kickers coming up early and and I predicted they'd lose to the Lions, and they do, in dramatic fashion, but they're still going with Ty Long. The great story off of week one, week two, uh, not so much. Still the guy. Badgley, doubtful, probably not going to go today. Still may be a, a long-term injury, but they're still playing the week-to-week game, George, and that's playing with fire here when we talk about the margin of error in the NFL being so slim.
3: I am excited to see Phillip Rivers again because he's he's another one of those quarterbacks like Eli Manning came out in the same draft class as him that is getting long in the tooth and he's one of the better quarterbacks that we've seen in the last 20 years and he doesn't get the appreciation that he deserves because of two names Tom Brady and because of Peyton Manning. And when you see him, you need to appreciate it and watch how good this guy plays. But the Chargers overall, they're just held together with sticks and duct tape at this point in time. Melvin Gordon is out, even though he's not injured. He's not there. He's not available. Uh, Austin Eckler had been playing well. Hunter Henry is hurt. Uh, Derwin James is out. This is the, the team that is the walking wounded. And at one and one, they are in a good spot right now. But on the other side of the ball, you got the Houston Texans. Guys, I am praying. I hope you guys are with me. Praying at night for Deshaun Watson's <laughs> health. Yeah. For his for his protection from by the offensive line. Because he's clearly demonstrated himself as one of the up and coming elite quarterbacks like he's hasn't entered the overall elite category but he's one of those young guys that can be up in there in that top six category he's electric with his feet he's accurate and I don't want to see a guy with so much talent end up like Andrew Luck just beat up all these years and we don't get a chance to as fans get to see his maximum potential So I'm praying for him. Uh, Guys, even if you are a Colts fan, a Jaguars fan, anybody else in the AFC South, you want to see competition and you want to see the best players play. And what's happening to Deshaun Watson is a crime. It is an absolute crime. But but you do love to see him have great wide receivers to throw to. Fuller, he's got Hopkins, and Carlos Hyde has come in with – Duke Johnson. Nice
5: resurgence there, huh? Yeah,
3: they've been able to add some value in the backfield. And this is a complete team in terms of the in terms of the skill positions. Now they just got to translate that over on the defense. JJ Watt has to show up in the in the stat sheet. And you got to have them protect Deshaun Watson. Yeah,
5: Deshaun Watson. I think it becomes one of those, we like that you can extend plays. Sometimes you have to not extend plays and get rid of the football. Because well, that offensive line's yeah. terrible, but trying to wait that extra beat to make a play downfield. We're we're seeing quarterbacks get obliterated left, right. You saw that with Mariota the other day. You can only put – I mean, they got sacked nine times. I think four of them were legitimately on the offensive line. The other five, you could argue, just get rid of the ball. And I thought he was elusive. I thought he could move left to right. I thought we could put him on one of those. You know, let's well, let's put him like he's on a, a foosball table, and they didn't do it. He's standing yeah, in the pocket. I don't
3: understand what the hell the Titans are doing with Marcus Mariota. They are letting him, They are forcing him to play in a phone booth, which is just not good for his mobility and and for their offense in general.
5: So for Deshaun Watson, the same question. All right, Houston getting three on the road over under sitting at forty nine. I think the kick can come back back and get some. I think Houston wins.
3: I want Houston to win. I, but more than that, I want this to be a shootout because both of my quarterbacks are playing. I'm, I'm, glad.
5: I'm glad. As long as we're going to be real about it. Go ahead. Yeah,
3: I'm glad about them playing here in Southern California, but I do like the Chargers to win, and I do like them to cover, even though my heart wants the Texans to win.
5: There you go. Great news. There's a quick and easy way you could save money. You can switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on your car insurance. You can go to geico.com, see how much you could save next.
6: The lady, what are you talking Lions and
1: Eagles.
5: Ah, now we're talking the Detroit Lions. What did I tell you week one, George? They're going to be just good enough to screw things up there in the NFC North and throughout the NFC overall. But this one, a tough task on the road at Philly. No Deshaun Jackson for the Philadelphia Eagles today. He had a nice resurgence here out of the gate uh, looking downfield for Carson Wentz. We go through the rest of their injury notes uh, you've got some uh, like Corey Clement as the running back. He's out. Elshon Jeffrey. It looks like he's going to play, but he's got a calf injury that's bothering him. Dallas Goddard, also their backup tight end, but their blocking tight end also having some issues. Uh, he's questionable. Looks like he's going to play, but at a limited capacity. It's going down the line. They're they're a beat up unit a little bit as well. Matthew Stafford getting it done. And you'll have opportunities downfield. This Philadelphia secondary does give up the big play with some regularity. So looking for those guys on the edges to make some noise in this one.
3: The Eagles' defense is not the same defense that won the Super Bowl. It is not as dominant as it, as it was. And on offense, they're not having the same success running the football that they had been. So that puts the onus on Carson Wentz. You're Carson Wentz, Zach Ertz, and the rest of this receiving core, Nelson Aguilar, they have to show up big. And with when you don't have a running game like that and your quarterback is going to be asked to do so much more, that that's how Wentz is going to end up, wind up in the MVP conversation. And this is one of those games that keeps you in it. He's got to show up big because, like you said about the Lions, they're just good enough to screw some stuff up. And they, and this is a game, they can either make it tough on the Eagles for the rest of their season because then, then the Eagles will be one and two, feel a little bit of uh, pressure to get two and two for the first quarter of the season, and the Lions will put themselves at 2-0 oh, and 1. I mean, and this could be a team, this could be a matchup that ends up determining seeding in the playoffs because the Lions going up 2-0-1, they'll have themselves in a good spot and these two teams could be fighting for a wild card spot because it looks like Dallas would be able to run away with that division because they're going to beat the Dolphins today. Them being 3-0, the Giants have no shot and the Redskins have no shot. And the Eagles would be 1-2? and two? Mm, I don't know about that, Mike.
5: Yeah, I think the Eagles win this game at home. I mean, they've got to look at Jordan Howard more. He's been the more effective back, as much as I want to make Miles Sanders happen. I like the new blood coming in yeah. and trying to figure out, especially if the Bears aren't going to run David Montgomery, you're one, because there's a lot of questions of what Jordan Howard did to find himself getting moved uh, for the extra pick that they made. But I'll take Philadelphia, but I'll take Detroit getting that four and a half.
3: I'm on the other side of the coin. I like the Lions in this game. Look at you. Upset city, buddy. Upset city.
5: I like it. Hey, you want to – well, we'll do the uh, one-minute game on the other side. Uh, he's George Reister. I'm Mike Harmon. This is Fox Football Sunday. Coming up next – yeah, we got to talk Jets-Patriots, if if only for a minute. But Isaac Lowen going to update you now on what's trending in the sporting universe.
6: Low. Michael and George, what's trending is Antonio Brown. The former <sighs> Patriots receiver – has been tweeting today. Headlined by this, quote, will not be playing in the NFL anymore. These owners can cancel deals, do whatever they want at any time. We will see if the NFL Players Association holds them accountable. Sad, they can't just void guarantees anytime. Going on $40 million, two months, we'll see if they pay up. Kraft got caught in the parlor. AB speculations fired different strokes, different folks, clearly, unquote. Meanwhile, Chris Mortensen just reported that Brown is filing a grievance to get his $10 million guaranteed from the Patriots and that the NFL Players Association will represent him, but personal misconduct that can void guarantees is in every contract across all professional sports. Well, required to defend him, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Ah, Welcome to life in 2019, ladies and gentlemen. And Mortensen just adding that last line, basically a clue about how that grievance is probably going to go. This report presented by GEICO, great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. By the way, another quick way you could save money. Don't violate the personal misconduct clause in your NFL multi-million dollar contract. I'm As just we saying. talked
5: about earlier, Ilo, Indeed. go to work.
6: Multiple outlets elsewhere report, speaking of actual games, that Patriots running back James White is not going to play today against the Jets with his wife due to give birth. The Patriots are 21-point favorites, according to pregame.com, for the contest. Elsewhere, the Chiefs five and a half point favorites for their showdown against the Ravens today at Arrowhead. Both teams come in with two and O records back to Michael Harmon and George Reister in 10 seconds. But first a word from farmers. Farmers insurance knows the difference between a car hitting your bumper and a clown car hitting your bumper. <laughs> Because at Farmers we've seen and covered it. We are farmers.
1: Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.
6: Michael and George, well, hang on. Let me hit refresh here. All right. No more tweets from Antonio Brown in the last thirty seconds. Back to
5: you. Thank you, Ilo. We'll keep refreshing along with America uh, as we wait. His former team, the Patriots, today a monster favorite. Uh, At home is the New York Jets. The hapless New York Jets come in. 21 and a half. The number's sitting here over under at 43. Brady with a calf injury. I think they just felt like they had to list him on there just so the Jets fans would feel good about something. James White not going to play. Congratulations to he and his family. That's fantastic stuff. But too much firepower. You don't need Antonio Brown to beat the New York football Jets. You'll see more (laughs) of Philip Dorsett. You'll see more... Just keep on going down the line. Play a, all. Everybody plays. Everybody wins. Everybody a question have fifty yards. Of, yeah. Just, well, that's just it, right? It's hard to play anybody other than Brady for fantasy purposes because you have no idea how the distribution works either from the running game or from the receiving game. I'd guess Sony Michelle's a little bit better. Better play, but Rex Burkhead's still there to screw things up for you in and around the goal line, but uh, not much to say about this game except it is the still most expensive ticket on the slate if you're looking at the secondary market because I love these things. Get in still 150 bucks to watch the beatdown of the Jets.
3: Patriots fans are loyal. They show up. They know their team is going to put on a show, so they don't want to miss it. This game is like hunting in the zoo for the Patriots. Yeah it, it it's not it's not okay. It is too easy. It's not it it is not sportsmanlike. There's nothing cool about it. This is going to be a beat down.
5: All right, so you'll take minus 21
3: slow down now. Uh, well, no
5: cuz we, we we've already given this game a minute. My timer went off in my the head saying Jet, we're I'm, wasting I'm time at this Jets, point. The Jets
3: <laughs> the Patriots are winning.
5: All right. Easy enough. Hey, you know what the second most expensive game is on the secondary market? Cincinnati at Buffalo. Take that. Next game. What? lady Josh Allen. <laughs> the Rams in Cleveland Cleveland Browns through the first two games uneven uh I think would be the nice way to say it Odell Beckham Jr. made Baker Mayfield's final stat line look much better their offensive line is deplorable I think that's a kind way to say it through what we've seen for the first two weeks oh yeah uh you, you look at Nick Chubb they can't get the ground game going. And Jarvis Landry's an afterthought. I really thought his reception total would be through the roof. And Joku's now hurt for the year. So suddenly you're seeing some cracks in all of that all-star roster that had been assembled defensively. Like there's you can't really judge what happened against the Jets. But if you go back to week one and it was a close game until things really got out of sorts against Tennessee, and Tennessee, as we saw on Thursday, night, they're not good. So coming into week three, we still have a lot of questions to answer. The one that I think everybody's looking to uh, from the Ram side of things, Aaron Donald's hurt, expected to play, but he's got a back tweak yeah. that, that's going to be there. And Jared Goff historically has not been great on the road, passing the football, 0-1 or touchdowns, 9 of his last 10 road starts. So you hang a star on that. But even with him not performing at peak efficiency through the first two weeks, that offense is still going to put up points. Todd Gurley in a limited touch count is still going to run the ball effectively. Malcolm Brown banged up for this one, but still looking at the Rams on the road. Biggest game in Cleveland recent memory here, George, and I'm calling for them to fall flat on their faces.
3: Mike, I 100% agree with you. This Cleveland Browns team is fool's gold. Everybody everybody came into the season, oh, they're Super Bowl champions, slow down. Baker Mayfield has been bad through two games. Odell Beckham Jr. saved his game last week with that 89-yard touchdown run, and he blew up your fantasy game. Yeah, he did. He killed me. It was it, – he saved it because all that run after the catch put him over 300 yards, gave him a touchdown, but he missed wide-open receivers. He got Njoku hurt with that terrible pass. that got him flipped over. He got a concussion and a broken wrist. It, it This team can't protect him. He's making bad reads. He's getting confused. And on the defensive side, what is Miles Garrett doing? Yeah, he's getting a bunch of sacks, but he is. How many offsides and and personal foul, roughing the pass, or penalties? At some point in time, they cancel
5: it out. He's already been penalized uh, 50 grand out of pocket. Those are going to just start to escalate. I likened it earlier this week, watching that game on Monday night against the Jets. If you ever watch kids' soccer, hell, watch pro soccer. You're towing the line, saying they're not going to call offsides on me every yep. time, and that's what Garrett did Monday night. To the, I mean, and he gets fined for two of the hits on Trevor Simeon. They were both late, and they were both cheap. Yeah, but, but remember, he got
3: interviewed after the game.
5: He had a bunch he, of. Well, sacks. he had three sacks. Hey,
3: he can pay all those fines with these with the 120 million they're going to give him if he gets to 20 sacks.
5: All right, we got one more game, so let's. Uh, what, what's your pick on this one? Oh, pff, against the Browns. All uh, right, so Rams to win, uh, minus four and a half, the current line.
3: Rams are covering. Rams are covering, taking Browns care are of a disaster. All
5: right, let's get our last one in. The lady, lady, Raiders and Vikings. All right, so the Oakland Raiders, week one, winners, and now we're still advancing the narrative, trying to figure out what they are at, through two weeks because they fought gamely for a while, and then, well, Patrick Mahomes happened. In that second quarter uh, last week, they only put up 10 points. You've got Josh Jacobs and Tyrell Williams, both limited. I think Tyrell Williams is going to be a very difficult call for fantasy purposes. I'm finding another option uh, off of my roster, and I'm elevating them for this one going up against Minnesota because he would have Xavier Rhodes waiting on him, Oh, yeah. even if he's playing. Uh, that is not the matchup you want running around. Minnesota at, at home in this one. We look at the the line even though you have no confidence overall that the Vikings offense is going to hit. Dalvin Cook has been amazing. They're giving nine at home to the Raiders today, over-under sitting at 43.
3: The Raiders pretended to be good in week one. They had all that emotion going, Antonio Brown, all that. Uh, The the one thing I do want to note in this game that people really haven't necessarily paid attention to is the time of the kick. This is a 10 a.m. Pacific time kick. And it's in Minnesota, so the Raiders are traveling two time zones and playing an early game. That's always tough on teams. I would like the Raiders. I if this were played at a one o'clock kick Pacific, I would choose the Raiders. But the Vikings are playing at home. I think that 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 Kirk Cousins has a lot to prove. It's not in prime time. This is a game that Dalvin Cook shows out and they win in some kind of way. Kirk Cousins ends up with a good stat line and people say see look Kirk Cousins is really good and then he'll play on Monday night or Sunday night very soon
5: and we watch that just blow up along the way one of the things that you're you're looking for is here for that Minnesota defense always a stalwart always getting after quarterbacks Derek Carr historically held holds the ball uh, a bit too long so if they get home you're looking at turnover potential and maybe some short fields for Dalvin Cook and Kirk Cousins to go to work on.
3: And eight and a half, nine points. I'd like the Vikings to win this game, but no way the Raiders get beat by nine points in this game. They're gonna keep it competitive, they're going to start out slow because it is that time zone thing, but they'll end up making it close at the end.
5: I'll take the Vikings to win and to cover. Coming up uh. live from, a, I believe in Captain Kirk, if only for one day. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. You can go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Coming up next, we're going to address the Antonio Brown tweet storm from this morning and we'll give you our sleepers in the fantasy realm for the day and what you should be sitting with your wings and frosty beverage to watch, which is the game uh, that has our eyes. That's next here on Fox. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is...
4: Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, twenty
5: four. See participating retailer for details. Throwing it back here on a Sunday morning, Fox Football Sunday. Raise my oversized cup of coffee to y'all. Thanks for hanging out with us here. My myself, Mike Arman, alongside George Reiser. We appreciate you giving us a few minutes of your time. Our team, Isaac, Vince, and Chris Perfett on the the ones and twos. And now you've probably got you dancing. Maybe you got up and did a little bit of yoga. Maybe you dance for that next cup of coffee. I don't know. But we've had a great run going through all of these slate of games. We would be remiss if we didn't at least address the Antonio Brown elephant in the room. Obviously released by the Patriots. As we head into the weekend, he would have had $5 million due to him by the end of day on Monday. The exempt list was out there. Kind of dangled out there as a potential option. Remember, players get paid, and from an Adam Schefter tweet that just came out, uh, he's basically reporting that the Robert Kraft has made everybody aware that he will pay money only over his cold dead hand, uh, for for lack of a to, to paraphrase. Quote, Kraft never writing that check no matter what the ruling is now after this latest tirade. And he called out Robert Kraft saying, hey, owners, because of the Orchids of Asia day spa, not treated the same way. He went after Ben Roethlisberger, four-game suspension years ago, Uh, a number of other targets. There are too many to name at this point. The rant that has gone on, uh, grievance reportedly going to be but the tweet that started quote will not be playing in the nfl anymore these owners can cancel deals do whatever they want at any time we will see if the nfl pa hold them accountable sad they can just void guarantees anytime you're talking about a guy who had 50 million dollars ready to come to him over the next couple of years in oakland if he'd just gone to work instead fights over helmet burnt feet and now a number of allegations look the not paying the bills the pattern of it is disturbing. Yeah. But there's a lot of people in America that don't pay their bills. Correct. So let's so like that one I think got blown out of proportion by some folks. Like everybody look around your circle of friends. At least one of those guys is delinquent or has just decided I'm not paying. Whether it's student loans or something else, they're just ignoring it. But obviously the other more serious charges that are out there being investigated and then the threatening group text that went out the other night, call it whatever you guys can put whatever term you want out there. I had people questioning the choice of the term "threatening" or "menacing." I say, if you got you're on a group text that says, "We're let's investigate, let's turn the life upside down, track whereabouts, and here's pictures of the kids to boot," that I th- I think you've gone past the line. Threatening? They were
3: wait. You had people trying to debate with you about the words "threatening." Yeah, what did menacing. they? What did they
5: do? Yeah, yeah, it was like what do they do?
3: Threatening and (laughs) menacing. Those are synonyms. Those are words that can be easily changed out from one to the other.
5: But what was in those texts that was that? I'm like, really? Really? That's where we're at.
3: Antonio Brown is a personal saboteur. He's sabotaging his own life, he's sabotaging his own career. I have not seen a worse four to five weeks for a player. And truth be told, he's only got another. Week or so of people really caring about what he has to say, period, because the NFL is like a giant barrel of water and how great you are depends on how far you stick your arm in that barrel of water. So if you're great, a Hall of Famer, you displace water. You might knock some out. But as soon as you're out, you take your arm out of that water and guess what happens? It closes up like you were never there. And Antonio Brown is going in a couple weeks It's going to be like he was never there. People will forget. And the truth is, is that while Antonio Brown is a personal saboteur, when he when it comes to the owners, he's not wrong about how the owners who are the leaders of the teams, billionaires, leaders of franchises are not held to count uh, accountable. In terms, of the same way as the players, when they have misdeeds and when they go, when, when they are, have accusations, you've had Jim Ursay for the Colts. You have had uh, Robert Kraft with the Patriots have misdeeds. Like, like, like you said, with the spa down in Florida. Guess what? He's still working. Everything is fine. He's not on anybody's exempt list, and they're just going to pretend like it didn't even happen.
5: We'll get into our sleeper picks in a second at george rice is where you find him on twitter it's a topic that has so much to to talk about we just compress for time as this is a developing story we'll be talking about it all week all night long here on fox sports radio hey want to hear something amazing discover a matches all the cash back you earned at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much will match millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched discover cash back match what are you waiting for Learn more at discover.com slash match. All right, give me a quick fantasy ninja for the day, George. Give me oh, one guy.
3: I got Jacoby Brissett against the Falcons. I think he shows up big. And then with a side of Kyle Allen.
5: There you go. You got a little Kenyon Drake for me. Fourth most targets. To running backs against the Dallas defense. Think more. Captain down, And then we talked about James Washington. Upsets of the week we had. You had Detroit. I had Houston. Watch of the week, really quick. Oh, Ravens Chiefs, man. That's got to be
3: the one on everybody's list.
5: There you go. Cozy up in the rain. Thanks for listening on Fox.
3: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Radio.
0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
5: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table
4: upright,
1: and start getting lucky.